We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. What do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. We're starting with some casting, some very strong casting indeed. Good afternoon. Yes, we are. I mean, listen to the sound of this cast. Russell Crowe, Rami Malek and Michael Shannon all set to star in a historical drama film, Nuremberg, which is going to be held helmed by James Vanderbilt, who would have been the writer of Zodiac and the director of Truth. Now, this is based on a book called The Nazi and the Psychiatrist. Vanderbilt adapted the script about an American psychiatrist, uh, Douglas Keeley, who's going to be played by Malek in the film, who's tasked with the term whether Nazi prisoners are fit to stand trial for their war crimes. Oh, wow. Russell Crowe, yeah, is going to star in it as I said, alongside Shannon, who's playing a Supreme Court Justice Robert H. Jackson, the chief prosecutor of the Nuremberg trials. So, uh, big, big, strong cast here. I mean, in terms yeah. of you know Russell Crowe, he's got a couple of movies coming out uh, soon: Craven the Hunter, Sleeping Dogs, uh, Malik. Of course, we saw, we did see him in Oppenheimer. He's got the mm-hmm. Amateur coming soon. Michael. Shannon's going to be in a movie called The Bike Riders, which was getting a lot of um, yes. notice on the festival scene as well. So this film is going to begin its production in Hungary in February. Serious casting there. We'll keep an eye on that one. You have some more casting news for us? I do. This is one of the male stars from The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Tom Blythe, who's uh, set his next project, which is going to be a film adaptation of Ernest Hemingway's famed 1929 novel, A Farewell to Arms. Oh, wow. Yeah, filmmaker Michael Winterbottom is going to pen and direct the movie in which Blythe will play Frederick Henry, a young volunteer ambulance driver in the Italian army during World War One, who gets wounded and falls in love with his nurse. Considered sort of one of the greatest war novels ever made, the story is based on Hemingway's own experience in World War One and blends both a love story and a look at the human uh, cost of war. Now, it has already been adapted several times in 1932 and 1957. Uh, there was a 1966 miniseries and it was also a stage play, but this new version is reportedly been made with the full support of Hemingway's estate and the project will start shooting in Italy later next year. OK, well, from one war to another, you have news of a bidding war. This is for a comedy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and this kind of shows you the the industry and how it jumps to star power because you have Ryan Reynolds and Channing Tatum starring as Wayward Brothers in a movie that's going to be called Calamity Hustle Mm -hmm. and it has started, as you said, a bidding war between a lot of the studios. Ah. So Warner Brothers, Netflix, Amazon. They all want it. They all want (laughs) it and they're throwing around sort of crazy money. Now, it comes from filmmakers Aaron and Adam Nee who worked on Tatum's 2022 film The Lost City. Now, the story follows a down-on-his-luck former Los Angeles detective turned private investigator who, after being shaken down by a vicious crime lord, must track down his estranged brother who's responsible for interfering with a diamond heist. The Knee brothers are writing the script and directing while Reynolds and Tatum will both star and produce in the project. I think there was an offer of $40 million from Warner Brothers. Someone has thrown yeah. an offer in there for the whole package, including what they call in the business the above-the-line cost 
costs. That's the cost <laughs> for the director's fees and the actor's fees and everything. I think they were offering 175 million wow. uh, for the whole package. So we'll Gosh, let you know where yes. that lands. But That's quite as something. I said, star power. You didn't there put in enough for yourself, Gareth, no? Not, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. I'll wait till after yeah. the weekend, see how it pans out. <laughs> All right, we're moving closer to home for Indie Cork. Yeah, so as the curtain is closed on the Cork Film Festival, another one is sweeping the stage and getting ready for their own quality programme of films, shorts, and documentaries. This is Indie Cork. The festival is going to screen at the new, newly opened Arc Cinema. This is the formerly the, the Gate Cinema on North Main Street. It closed back in August as it underwent a major refurbishment. The building's now going to reopen uh, next Friday, December 15th. Renamed the Arc Cinema under new owners with a new look, new feel, and a brand new experience. And this and the festival, the Indie Cork Festival, is um, showing all its films there. So one of one world premiere to highlight is a movie called A Sunken Place. This is the story of Alice, a brilliant Irish neurologist, discovers a cure for depression only to be opposed by a giant pharmaceutical company determined to crush her. Oh, wow. This film, yeah, it stars Lorna Quinn, Emma Dargan Reed, Barry McGovern, and Rachel Dowling. It's uh, produced and written by Jur Daly, and it's directed by Ronan O'Leary. So it premieres next Saturday at six p.m. in the Arc Cinema and uh, the Cork, the Indie Cork Film Festival. It's one of the biggest celebrations, really, of independent film, um, and a great lineup there of world shorts, Irish shorts, documentaries as well. It runs from uh, that Friday, December fifteenth, to Friday, December twenty second. Very good. Best wishes to all at Indie Cork. What trailer have you chosen for us, Garrett? So I bet there's many fans out there of Dan Levy, one of the creators of Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, and an actor in the series mm. as well. Well, now he has a new movie that he has written, directed and also stars in. It's called Good Grief. All right, let's take a clip and uh, our own Ruth Nege in here too. Do I look older to you? I feel like I've aged a lot. No. Yes, your husband just died. You're allowed. My God. Couldn't love you anymore. I wanted to thank you both for this year. I would like to take us to Paris for the weekend. We all deserve some joy. Yes, thank you. Where are we staying? Yes, Garth, they are off to Paris. Uh, this is this is quite a tale. I mean, a tale of grief, but of friendship too, by the looks of it. Yeah, I mean, Levy plays a character called Mark who loses his husband unexpectedly, played by Luke Evans, actually. And then, as his world shatters, he and his two best friends, one played by Ruth Negan and Himish Patel, go on a weekend of self-discovery in Paris to reveal hard truths they each needed to face. It tackles themes of friendship and loss. It is the feature film uh, debut of um, uh, Dan Levy. Mm. So in terms of, you know, his skill, we've seen it in terms of his writing with Shits Creek and the likes as well. It's going to do a small cinema run at the end of December, but it's going to launch on Netflix on January 5th. So do take a look at the trailer called Good Grief. Great to see you with Nega in there. Let's come to new releases and let's begin with this one. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. Yeah, that is the biggie this weekend, Wonka. And uh, just before we talk about it, let's let the director, Paul King, fill us in on what to expect. Well, a lot of chocolate is the main thing that uh, I think people will get. It's the story of 
young Willy Wonka and how he became the the character that we all know and love from uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory and the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie. It tells the story of young Willy Wonka who sort of arrives like this sort of magical figure on a boat out of the mist in this European city, which is very much the snooty, noses-in-the-air, self-appointed home of chocolates where all the finest chocolate makers have their shops. And Willy is a bit of a scruffy, rough-around-the-edges young man, but also a chocolate-making genius. And uh, he is a wide-eyed optimist who assumes that that's more than enough to get him uh, embraced in the loving arms of this city. But he's quickly going to discover that the world is not quite that straightforward. Paul King there, director of Wonka. And of course, Garrett, uh, he, he impressed us so much with the Paddington movies, didn't he? Excellent director. Mm. And talk about getting the, the feel-good factor. I'll let you tell us about the movie in a second. But the one thing I do want to say mm. is that I am so glad the studio held out in terms of keeping its release date because I think there's nothing better than a movie, uh, a feel-good movie, a big movie at the cinema coming up to Christmas yeah. that allows families to, to go and enjoy. And we've had big event movies down through the years and you can see how successful it is. Thankfully, they didn't move it and they held out and they kept it there. The bravery of that allows us to have this big movie, uh, you know, that'll be there now for the next few weeks that people will be able to go and enjoy. No, you're dead, right? You're going to bring your boys this weekend, are you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah looking forward to it. Big so I, I saw it on Monday night. It, I have to firstly give a big shout out to the staff at the Stella Cinema in Dublin for the preview on Monday because they had to contend with a power cut, would you believe? I saw that. Yes. Yeah, did, yes. So it was a late start, but they looked after us so well. So big shout out to the Stella. Chocolate? Lots um, of chocolate? Oh, there was <laughs> lots of everything. We did, we did a great old time. Um, Wonka, uh, as we heard there, follows Rodell's character. So... Um, it's charming is the word, you know, that that's the word that keeps coming to mind. And do you know what? You're right. It's going to become a festive favourite. It really is. It'll be it'll be one to watch around this time of year. Timothy Chalamet is a delight. Um, and thankfully, Garrett, he doesn't do that slightly creepy take that Johnny Depp did. Anyone I've spoken to about it this week, they go, oh, we didn't like the Johnny Depp version. I don't think anybody does. Interestingly, though, he doesn't really give us an inkling into the older Wonka that Gene Wilder depicts either. So we meet... Wonka at this point, he's quite innocent and he's lovely and he's trusting of everybody around him. And that's fine. That's what they've gone with. He's joined, as we know, by Hugh Grant, hilarious as Oompa Loompa. Um, and as always, by the way, do stay for the closing credits. That's all I'll say with, with Paul okay. King and Hugh Grant. Okay. You know what you're going to get. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's a good ensemble cast. Olivia Coleman, Keegan-Michael Key, Matt Lucas, Sally Hawkins, uh, Rowan Atkins and Jim Carter. They're all in there. And I'll come to the music later because we have composer uh, Joby Talbot. But then we've Neil Hannon from the band um, Divine Comedy, who's written original songs. And this is the thing. You know, I, I don't know if they were afraid to let us know in the trailer it was a musical no musical songs in the trailer. This is a proper musical. Timothy Chalamet sings and we'll uh, take a further list to him shortly. But it's well worth a watch. That's Wonka in cinemas. Couple more to mention, Garrett. Yeah, we have The Peasants. It tells the story of Jagna, a young woman determined to forge her own path within the confines of a late 19th century Polish village, a hotbed of gossip and ongoing feuds held together, rich and poor by pride in their land, adherence to colourful traditions and deep-rooted patriarchy. Another one to mention as well, Vim Vendors creates a portrait of Anselm Kiefer, one of the most innovative and important painters and sculptors of our time. Shot in 3D and 6K resolution, actually, the film presents a cinematic experience of the artist's work, which explores human existence and the cynical nature of history, inspired by literature, poetry, philosophy, science, mythology and religion. Very good. What about a TV movie recommendation for us? I can't have to win.
whisper this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you and I are not the biggest of horror fans, but I think we can agree that this series of of movies in that genre are very, very good, and they do draw you in. Oh, it's you're talking about a quiet the place. Family. Yes. A oh, I loved these place. movies. And as you say, I'm not yes. a horror fan, but I loved these movies. Really, really good. Yeah. They're so well done. Mm. John Krasinski directs his wife Emily Blunt, starring in the first movie and also leading the cast in this one, Millicent Simmons and Killian Murphy mm. joining the cast for this movie. So yeah, it's it's well worth a watch. It it's is. in terms of the sequels, it it holds up and it does just as much uh, kind of scares and everything as the first one. So that, if you have not uh, seen A Quiet Place 2, is on RT2 tonight and it's on at 9pm. Okay, and then you can go and see one can be cheered up and it'll all be fine and lovely again. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, thanks a million. Enjoy the movie with the boys. And oh, by the way, next week you're giving us uh, the old the old Christmas present, present uh, edition, oh, aren't oh, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm making a list. So yeah, film we'll themed presents next Saturday. Film themed presents, indeed we will. Cannot wait. We'll talk to you then, Garrett. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen.